Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. I don't know why these headphones don't always sound up to snuff. What's going on? Ah, uh, whatever. Hey, I just had a little snack, and a part of the snack was this really, really tasty chili crisp sauce thing that you can put on stuff, and it's so tasty, but it's got a good kick, and, uh, my nose has been kind of running, and I sneezed, so if uh, any of that happens in the next, uh, you know, 20 minutes or so, it's because I ate that stuff, but oh boy, it's so tasty. Okay, this is the first section of the page, to, of the page 298. Uh, the first word is going to be crop circle, two words, noun from 1988. There's just one definition. A geometric and especially a circular pattern of flattened stalks in a field of grain now usually attributed to natural phenomena or to the work of hoaxers trying to create the impression of a visit by extraterrestrial beings. Of course, we got to post some pictures of crop circles. What is happening? What? How did these things happen Obviously, humans can create these, but when did they first happen? Do we have proof that humans created these every single one of these crop circles? Are there some that we just don't know how they were created? There's a pretty good chance that they were just all created by humans, but but they're so weird and interesting and fascinating and weird patterns. And Are they, are they just the work of artists? Maybe uh, maybe there's like a Wikipedia link or something. Maybe I'll put some more stuff in the show notes. But yeah, crop circles, fun, cool, interesting, confusing, fascinating, fun to look at. Yeah. Uh, okay, sound effect. I'm just going to maybe make a sound and then maybe I'll just evolve it as I go like I kind of did in the last one. I didn't know what I was doing in the last one. But here we go. It's a uh, beep. There's a cat in here. Are you glad that you're in the bedroom? You don't usually get to be in here. Are you going to take a nap? Sure. Beep. First, uh, next word is crop duster. Two words. Noun from 1939. Uh, I think there is a definition, a slang definition in here that is, sorry, it's not in here, but it should be in here. Uh, Okay. A crop duster. A person who sprays crops with fungicidal or insecticidal dusts from an airplane. And then also the airplane thus used. They they use the word thus. The airplane thus used to spray crops with fungicidal or insecticidal dusts from that airplane. Uh, they're dusting it with this stuff that's either going to kill funguses so the crops can grow or insects it's going to kill insects so the crops can grow and not be destroyed by those things uh yeah that's what that is and um the 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 plane flies overhead and then they release a a thing and then all the stuff just flies out of the bottom or maybe there are other ways these days that they can crop dust i don't think you want to crop dust people um, and then, of course, there's the the slang usage of you're walking you're walking down the street and you fart, and then there's some people that you walk past, and so you have crop dusted them with your with your fart particles, your farticles.
Beep. Next is crop duster. Two words. Noun from 1939. No, I just, I literally just read that one. Uh, for some reason, I thought that, eh, don't worry. We're going to move on. Two. Crop eared. Two words with a hyphen adjective from 1530. Having the ears cropped. And, uh, yeah, you know, we, we talked about that a little bit in, uh, in yesterday's episode, somewhere in one of the crop words. Ears get cropped. So if a dog has had its ears cropped, that dog would be crop-eared. Next is cropland, noun from 1846, land that is suited to or used for crops. It's a uh, it's land great for crops. That's all it is. Cropland. Next is cropper. First form noun from the 15th century. One, one that crops. It's very clear, very obvious. Thank you. Cropper. Number two, one that raises crops. Specifically, the synonym. Sharecropper. Uh, one that raises crops and then one that crops. What is the difference? One that crops, would that be one that crops ears or crops something else? That's cropper. It's just a it's just a little ditty. Second form of cropper, noun from 1850. One a severe fall. That's a cropper? Number two, a sudden or violent failure or collapse. Hmm. Let's see. This is probably from the English dialect word crop, which means neck. Neck? Did we have that uh, in yesterday's episode? Just neck? Hmm. I don't, I don't remember that one. Um, and then that's, yeah, that's just from the first form of crop. So, a severe fall or uh, a sudden or violent failure or collapse comes from the word neck. That's a little that's a little odd to me. What, what is this dialect region? What's the context? How did it happen that this would become that? Cropper, a fall? Hmm. Next is crop rotation. Two words, noun from 1909. The practice of growing different crops in succession on the same land, chiefly to preserve the productive capacity of the soil. Yeah, I've heard a little bit about this. Uh, one year, you plant corn, and then the next year, so the soil doesn't get so uh, used to one crop, keeps it interesting, keeps, keeps the life of the soil fun and interesting and fascinating for them, then you change it up with a different crop. Uh, and then maybe the next year, do you go back to corn? Do you do a different crop altogether? What are the rules? Maybe there's different rules for different types of soil in different parts of the world. Maybe it also depends on what you want to grow. But uh, yeah, it keeps the soil good and also probably does a better job uh, for the crops. That's what I would think. Crop rotation. Do-do-do-do-do-do. See, I changed it up. I don't know what that was. It's very similar, though. Next is crop 
top. Two words. Noun from 1971. A short upper body garment for women that does not cover the midriff. Uh, It's the top. Somebody is wearing a top, but the bottom part has been cropped off. It's been cut. That's why it does not cover the midriff. That's basically your your, your belly button area. It's it's maybe a little area. It could be a big area. It depends on how short the top has been cropped. It says it's for women. Largely, that is true. But, you know, anybody can wear a crop top if you want. Just if you like it and it's comfortable, go ahead and wear it, whoever you are. I, I know, I know that there are some men who are wearing crop tops. Next. It is croque monsieur. You could uh, pronounce it croque or croc or croak. Croc. See, I don't know. Croc, croc, croak. And then you could say monsieur or monsieur, if you want to say it that way. Um, okay, it is spelled... C-R-O-Q-U-E, second word, M-O-N-S-I-E-U-R, croque monsieur, noun from 1915. This is a ham and cheese sandwich that is usually dipped in batter and grilled. I mean, obviously, that sounds pretty amazing. Uh, I uh, I sometimes make some, uh, some vegan grilled cheeses, um... But I, maybe I can throw some some vegan ham in there. But then, dipped in batter. I I gotta do that. How do I? I don't know how to make the batter. Is it pancake batter? Is there some other kind of batter? I've asked these questions before, and I'm just not familiar with batters really because I just don't make them. But maybe I need to do that. And then you grill it. Ooh, uh, I did. I think the first time I was in Paris, I saw this. Uh, at a restaurant. There's another sandwich that is similar. It's not in this book for some reason, and I do not know why. It is a croque madame. There's a croque monsieur and a croque madame. The madame, it's different. I don't remember why. I will put it in the show notes of how the madame sandwich is different, but it, but they're there. You go to, you go to uh, France, you're going to be able to find these sandwiches anywhere. I think they're very popular. Yeah, it's a French phrase. It's a French words literally means, here we go, it's only two words, but it means, one bites with a crunch, the gentleman. (laughs) This is the best, the best translation ever. One bites with a crunch, the gentleman. But I should say that the words one and the are in parentheses. So technically, it really means, bites with a crunch, gentleman. If I just read that, I would be so very confused. But yes, the sandwich has been grilled, so it's crunchy, and it's maybe usually a gentleman who's eating it. Is that why the it's monsieur? Uh, because it's it's for a man to eat, and then the madame is for the lady to eat. Is that what we're? I mean, that's obviously we don't need that. But hey, that's that's what the it's that's what it's called. It's named croque monsieur. So whatever. Next is croquet, C-R-O-Q-U-E-T, noun from 1855. 
one, a game in which players using mallets drive wooden balls through a series of wickets set out on a lawn. And the wickets are little metal arches. If you've never played this, if you've never seen it, uh, that's what they are. It's metal bent in kind of like an arch shape. I don't know, how big is it? Maybe 8 to 12 inches high, maybe 8 inches across. I don't know, it's been a long time since I played croquet. Uh, and then, yeah, you got the you got the mallets and the balls, and you hit them through the thing, and it's like a diamond shape, kind of. Number two, the act of driving away an opponent's croquet ball by striking one's own ball placed against it. I don't know if I realized that that was called croquet, that that thing where you hit the, their ball away. It's a, it's a very, very mean thing to do. Say, so, hey, sorry. Uh, you got to go over there now, and you it's going to be, be very hard for you to, to get your ball back over here uh, and get it through the wicket. Get it through the wicket when we play croquet. Okay, so this is probably from the obsolete, or it is an obsolete French word, which means sharp blow from the verb croquer. So French people, they probably know, oh yeah, croquet, that just means a sharp blow, and that's... That's the thing when you hit the other person's ball. But I, I'm an English, an American person. I didn't speak French when I was playing this, so I had no idea that uh, it was named after the, the hitting of the ball. And I didn't ask either. I didn't, I didn't question. They just said it's, it's called croquet. So I said, okay, croquet. Um, transitive verb is also just croquet. Croquet is also a transitive verb. Uh, we used to play this whenever we would go to my grandparents' house. Maybe my cousins would be in town, and uh, there was just enough room in the lawn to set up a croquet. So, yes, I have fond memories of playing croquet with my my parents, my grandparents, my aunts and uncles, and my cousins. And uh, I think that's just about the only time I've ever played croquet. Maybe once or twice that was not with them in that place. But, uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's definitely what I think of when I think of croquet. Good times. Okay. Next is croquette. We just added a T-E to the end of croquet, and it became croquette. Noun from 1706. A small, often rounded mass consisting usually of minced meat, fish, or vegetable coated with egg and breadcrumbs and deep fried. Yeah, I mean, you really can't go wrong with uh, coating something in breadcrumbs and deep frying it. But, you know, you, you can't do it too much. You got to be careful with your health. So, you know, maybe once a year, a couple times a year, maybe. It's French. It is from the verb croquer. Oh, see, croquet also came from croquer. But in this case, it means to crunch. Huh. Uh, also from middle, oh, you know what, um, I'm not doing the etymology backwards. I'll finish this one up and then maybe the rest of them I'll do backwards. Um, yeah, middle French, to strike or break or cause to crack. Uh, so, let's see. I mean, clearly this is related to croquet, also croque monsieur. So croque monsieur, it's got that crunch, that's croquer, but then it became... Striking, breaking, causing to crack, and 
with this thing, when you when you bite into it, it's crunchy and it cracks, it breaks. So, you know, that's that's sort of what we're talking about here. A croquette breaks in your mouth, and a croquet, you hit the thing. Ah, you, you, you get it, you get it. I, I don't need to keep on going with that. Next is croquenole or croquenole. It is spelled C-R-O-Q-U-I-G-N-O-L-E. Croquignol, noun from 1932, a method used in waving the hair by winding it on curlers from the ends of the hair toward the scalp. So you're, it's just you're curling the hair. And then when you take the curlers out, it's, it's in waves. I don't think uh, non-French people use this phrase, do they? They just say you put it up in curlers. Yeah, this is French, croquignol, and it means light blow, or Philip, F-I-L-L-I-P. No clue what that means, but light blow, maybe it looks like the wind has lightly blown your hair into waves, <laughs> your straight hair into waves. If wind could do that, that would be pretty amazing. Croquignol. That's a fun word. Next. Croquis. No, it is croquis. C-R-O-Q-U-I-S. This is a very French section. Noun from 1805. It's just a rough draft. And the synonym is sketch. Okay, yeah, French from the verb croquer, which, if I'm looking back, is the same verb that croque, monsieur, croquet, and croquette came from, but in this case, it says to sketch, also rough out, but then literally to crunch. I'm so fascinated by what happened here. Uh, To crunch? I mean, obviously, sketch and rough out make sense because it is a sketch, But then the crunch, translating these things has got to be so difficult. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Maybe, maybe if it's a rough sketch, it's crunchy. It looks crunchy. Would, would you, I I guess you could describe like a light pencil sketch as crunchy. But boy, that's a, that's interesting. Croquis, croquis. And then the plural is croquis, but it's spelled the same way. It's just pronounced it differently. Croquis, croquis. Next is cror. Mm, cror, C-R-O-R-E. Noun from 1609. Uh, the plural is crores or just cror again. And it is a unit of value equal to 10 million rupees or 100 Locks. Okay. I don't think we use rupees or locks in uh, most English-speaking language, although uh, English-speaking countries. But in India, because this is from Hindi and Urdu, in India, there's a lot of English spoken because they used to be a British colony. Uh, and so I guess that's why it's it's considered enough to be in the English language dictionary, the crore. Um, yeah, Hindi and Urdu, and their word is Karor, K-A-R-O-R. 
10 million rupees. That's a lot of rupees. Or 100 lakhs. Lakhs is spelled L-A-K-H-S. I don't know. Is there like, is it like, well, 10 million rupees. If we divide that by 100, that would be one, be 100,000. So there's 100,000 rupees in one lakh. I have to assume. But are they in the same country? Do this, does the same country use those units of value? Uh, or are those different? How The exchange rate changes, or does it not in this case? I don't know. Do-do-do-do-do! All right, we're on the last word. It is crozier, C-R-O-S-I-E-R, or you can spell it with a Z instead of an S. Noun from the 15th century, one, a staff resembling a shepherd's crook carried by bishops and abbots as a symbol of office. And uh, I think in just the last uh, episode or two, we had uh, somewhere the synonym was crozier. I'm going to find it real quick, super fast. You'll be so shocked at how fast I find this. Won't you? Yeah, I think it was uh, somewhere around this croc, croc area. Whatever, I can't find it. Uh, smudge. Trying to look for the, the thing with the stuff. You know what? We don't care. Okay, so that is crozier number one, but number two is a plant's structure with a coiled end. Okay, etymology. Let's go backwards. There's more information at the word crutch with a C-R-U because this is from Old English, crick, which means crutch, uh, from Germanic origin, uh, let's see, Anglo-French, cross, crouch, I don't know how to pronounce those, that means crozier, and then Middle English, croaker or crocher, which means crozier, a crozier bearer. Okay, so crutch, uh, you know, a crutch is, if, you, if you're if you limping, if you got an injury, whatever, you need a crutch to help you. So it's basically, you know, it's a big stick to help you crutch along. Um, and then it became the bearer of the crutch. And then it just became the thing, the crozier. Okay, cool. We found it. Okay, so the words in this episode were crop circle, crop duster, crop eared, Cropland, cropper, cropper, crop rotation, crop top, croque monsieur, croquet, croquette, croquignol, croquis, gotta say croquis, croar, and crozier. So many good ones. So many good ones. Honestly, this is a very difficult to pick. Um, Oh boy, oh boy, I, I, you know, fond memories of croquet, uh, eating a croquette or a croque monsieur sounds great, uh, maybe, maybe someday if my hair is long, well, see, I, that's the thing, I don't really need a croquignol for my hair, because it's already kind of wavy, very wavy, it's curly, in fact, uh, the croquis, the croquis, the sketch, the rough draft, that, that one's pretty cool, actually. Um, yeah, let's, but the crop circle, I mean, come on, crop circles, those are, those are fascinating. Uh, let's pick croquis as the word of the episode. I'd never heard of it before for a rough sketch.
what a fancy no i don't know what that is um uh, gotta make a quick pencil sketch it's called a croaky it's really crunchy <laughs> all right i think that's fine Thank you very much for listening to this and, uh, you know, go let other people know about it. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.